Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, where we interview location-independent entrepreneurs that travel the world like a boss by being their own boss. Here's your host, Johnny FD. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> and can we just, oh, I'm going to screen share. I think we are live. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Nomad Summit Q&A. I'm here with Alex. Alexandria. So while Alex is posting everywhere, um, give you guys an introduction to what we're going to be talking about today. Um, the Nomad Summit in Vegas is coming up in just a few weeks, and a lot of people have a ton of questions. And we're going to be posting this so you guys can ask more questions. Uh, but we had people write in already, and we figured, hey, instead of just doing a FAQ, why don't we just create a YouTube Live so you can see uh, some of the organizers and hear us talk about what is actually going to be happening um, at the Nomad Summit. So Alex is one of my co-organizers this year. She's the woman behind the scenes making this beautiful website and doing kind of all the things on the back end. So thank you, Alex, and welcome to the YouTube Live. Thank you, Johnny. Um, just posting the link and I'm with you in a second. Yeah, no worries. Let me uh, post it on a couple other places as well. So you ready to get started, Alex? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, awesome. Right. So what is... The number one question that people ask about the Nomad Summit or the conference. Well, first of all, I think so many people don't really know what digital nomads really mean. So Nomad Summit is a conference for digital nomads, right? But yep. how would you define digital nomads? So it's kind of a loose term. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are very like specific on what a digital nomad is. And because we call the Nomad Summit, it's technically our tagline is a conference for digital nomads by digital nomads. But a digital nomad is really just anyone who can take advantage of technology, you know, the internet, and be able to work from a laptop or really anywhere that they have internet. So um, this is kind of the, the whole point is you can figure out what your version of being a nomad is or a digital nomad is. I know I met people who they only travel with their phone and they're like, I want to be able to run my business with just my cell phone. And, and for them... That's their idea of being a digital nomad is being as just like free as for me. I like traveling with a laptop. Um, and then for others, they, you know, rent like those big monitors wherever they go. So really it, there's a wide variety of what a nomad is. What, what do you think a nomad is? What would your definition be? Uh, yeah, to me, I always say that, you know, we always think of traveling and spending months in Asia and whatever. But to me, what it really means is that if I don't want to travel, I don't have to. You know, there's jobs when, when your boss sends you to XYZ country for, for uh, like, even if you would have something with your family going on, but you have to go. Mm-hmm. But we can choose to, to stay with our families or friends if we feel like it, or we can choose to live in Asia if we want. So it's through the freedom. That's actually a great uh, point because I remember once I was going to a wedding in Taiwan with my family. And normally I might have to say, oh, I have to work or I can't go. But because... I'm a digital nomad. I can, you know, I'm location independent. I said, okay, yeah, let's go. But I still need to work. So every day I would go to a Starbucks and I would work for two hours and then I would do family stuff, you know, for the rest of the day and then go to the wedding. And I think that's a big okay. benefit. So even if, you know, someone just had a normal, you know, a normal schedule where they were working eight hours a day, Monday through Friday, but being able to do it from somewhere else and without taking a vacation, I think that's a huge benefit of being a nomad. Exactly. And right now, I'm, um, so I'm Hungarian and I'm in Hungary right now for the whole summer because I wanted to catch up with my family and friends and three days is not enough, right? So yeah. you, can, you can choose to stay months if you want to or not. Yep. <laughs> it's the freedom for me. Okay, I absolutely love it. Somebody should become a digital nomad apart from that. 
I mean, five few good reasons. Yeah, so I would definitely say the fruit is is key, and it's not just location freedom, even though that's amazing. You know, being able to work from you know an island or a beach is great, and you know people love taking selfie photos you know, at when they're like next to a pool or by a beach. And the thing is, you can technically work as you know if you're location location dependent you're a digital nomad you can technically work by the pool nobody in on some tropical island and i i i don't want to say nobody does it because people people do do it and i've done it before but i don't like doing it for more than let's say an hour at a time because it's hot under the sun you know the internet's usually not very good on the islands and then there's glare from the sun but i love having the option to be able to do it and i legitimately have logged in and did all my work in 20 or 30 minutes while in a hammock next to a pool on a on a beach and taking a photo because it looks cool and, because we can <laughs> and because we can you know so you know it's not the way i want to work all the time and it's not what i would recommend to people but having that option to be able to do it you know having the freedom to be able to do it if you want to that's amazing what, what about you what, what is what is your one of your favorite things about being a digital nomad um, honestly, apart from the freedom aspect, although that, that's mm-hmm. still part of it, I think the comfort, like uh, yeah. being able to choose my own working hours, uh, mm-hmm. that I don't have to start at eight and finish at five. If I'm like feeling super focused and I'm done in four hours, that's fine. If I feel lazy and I need more hours, that's also fine. If I want to take a longer, you know, a longer lunch break because it's, it's, it's better that I can do that. I can work from my couch if, if the desk is too uncomfortable. So it's really, I, I, can, I can do whatever. I want as long as I get the work done. Yeah, I love it. I mean, as you know, kind of like almost proof to the pudding. So Alex technically is working for the Nomad Summit and not never once in the last three months have I even asked you like, well, how many hours a week are you working or where are you working from? I'm just like, like, you know, get what you needed to do done. And like, I don't care if you're in the like all the time in the thermal hot springs, just get it done. Exactly. I, th- I think that actually gives a, a, a boost in motivation, right? Like we're more mm-hmm. motivated to work if, if we know that we, we get these, these comfortable, you know, these benefits. It, it's much nicer. And I remember talking to you about this, like how unmotivating or demotivating you be to, to work by the hour or, mm-hmm. or even be paid by the hour or, or, or wherever. Uh, that you can you can choose your own hours is uh, is way better because everybody has a different rhythm, right? Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. So to me, it's the freedom of location, but also your work hours. You know, from a desk, and I think just have the, the having the choice to be able to either work for yourself or work remotely for a company uh, or freelance. I mean, these are all options, and this is what we like to cover in the Nomad Summit: is we don't try to force everyone to be one thing. You know, we don't say you have to be an e-commerce entrepreneur working, you know, for yourself. If a lot of people who attend the Nomad Summit who are freelancers, there's a lot of people who work for a remote company. There's a lot of people who are entrepreneurs. There are people that do Amazon FBA. There's people who do, you know, book publishing. There's people who do drop shipping. There's people who have a startup. But whatever it is, as long as you're able to do it from a laptop anywhere in the world with internet, you can be a digital nomad. I think relatively any job that you can do from an office, you can do online pretty much. Yeah, and it's surprising more and more now. I mean, we've had doctors come to the Nomad Summit who right. do all their consultations through Skype and actually a dentist as well. Uh, she was a second opinion dentist where basically if you went to your dentist and you know you got your x-rays and the dentist is like, you need a root canal, it's a really big thing. It's a surgery. It's expensive. There's a lot of uh, risk involved and it takes a lot of recovery time. And 
is your dentist probably has an incentive to give you root canal because they make more money. So what she does is she does consultations where you email her the x-rays, you go on Skype with her, and it doesn't matter where she's in the world because she can, you know, she can get these documents through email and she can talk to you over Skype, just like we're talking here. And she can say, yeah, your dentist is right. You need to go to root canal right now. Or they'll say, you know what, I can see, you know, the beginnings of it, but you probably won't need one for a couple of years. And there's, you know, here are the things that you can do to change your diet or your health to maybe prevent it, you know, in the first place. Or the, the dentist might even say, hey, I don't see any signs of this. I think you're, you're, you're getting robbed. So it really is like this amazing time we live in right now in 2018, where almost every job can be online, can be digital. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, I never even heard of this example that you, you said, and it, it just blows my mind how even if you would think that, oh, for sure, you couldn't do this online, there is always a way for, for yeah. those things. And it, it's crazy. So, so basically, 2018, just, just work online. <laughs> yeah, I really like it. So I noticed we have a few viewers just came in. If you guys want to just click on the chat button and introduce yourselves, ask any questions. Uh, but I know, Alex, you have a, a list of questions that people sent in. What else is on there? Exactly. Okay. So, so this is going to be the first time that we take Nomad Summit to the United States, right? It's always been in yeah. Thailand before. Um, can you tell me why you decided to do that and how it's going to be different? Yeah. So, the, well, the, I guess to back up, the, the reason why we always had it in Thailand, you know, I was living there as a nomad. That's kind of where I discovered, you know, being able to work online. Chiang Mai. And it was pretty easy to organize. You know, there's already a ton of people there. We're, I was blogging about it, talking about it on the podcast, and just more and more people coming. And it was just kind of a nice excuse for people to go to Thailand and start their nomad journey, take their business online, or to explore Thailand. And we've done this now for four years. So we've had four conferences. They get bigger every year. And the only downside for you know, that I always kind of felt bad about is there's a lot of Americans, a lot of my friends who either hate their job to a nine to five job, or some of them actually, you know, work for themselves, but they work from home or they feel like they, for whatever reason, they can't get all the way to Thailand. You know, they're, they either have too many responsibilities financially. Maybe they're not making enough yet to, to go out there because, you know, they have bills at home, they have a mortgage, they have rent to pay. And I always felt a little bit bad thinking, you know, we're only serving the people who already took that big first jump and bought a ticket, went to Thailand. Usually they're there for at least a month or two. And there's this whole, the people that really need it the most are the people who are in the U S or maybe even, you know, Canada or Europe, somewhere they can, you know, they can go for a week, especially over Labor Day, which is a three day weekend, but they can't necessarily fly all the way to Thailand. And these are the people I really wanted to help. Exactly. So would you say that because uh, those people can't go to Thailand, that it's more targeted at um, the beginner level, people who are not digital nomads yet? So with all the conferences, we, we actually really try to have both things that are helpful for beginners, but as well as people who are already earning money online and this one level up. And the reason why I want to cover both, to be honest, it would be easier if we just focused on complete beginners, like some of the other conferences do, or if we just focus on the really advanced tactics, like some, you know, the really expensive conferences do. But I really believe there's a benefit in bringing those two people together, because one of the biggest benefits of going to the Nomad Summit or conferences in general is meeting people who are either at the same level as you or already established and having that connection, you know, for, you know, for a beginner meeting someone who is already uh, a digital nomad, who's already working online, who's already successful. It's very inspirational. You might kind of mentor there. You might, you know, have a business partner, but also 
it's actually beneficial for people who are established to have that energy, that excitement of people who are just or new. You know, they can find someone who uh, might intern for them, uh, who you know want to, might, might want to be a mentee, uh, or you know maybe they want to start a business together. You know, this person has more time, while this person might have more money and knowledge. And a lot of great collaborations have happened because of this. Exactly, exactly. Actually, the first time I went to Nomad Summit, that, that's when I started my whole digital nomad journey. And I met most of my you know, friends and people that helped me and I helped them at the, at the Nomad Summit conference in 2017. So as an attendee, I can, I can uh, testify that. Yeah, I really um, love that. And, and you know, it's so great that you were an attendee first before you started actually working with the summit. Yeah. Um, okay, so you mentioned mentorship. That was actually a question uh, as well from, from many Americans. Do you think it's, it's easy to find mentors if you're a complete beginner or like you uh, look for somebody to mentor you? And you know that summit? So I think it's very easy if you have some kind of value to bring. And then value doesn't necessarily have to be money. I mean, obviously, if you wanted to hack it, you can, you can, you know, find a mentor at the Nomad Summit and say, Hey, what are you doing for dinner? Let me, let me treat you out to a nice steak dinner. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of people there, you know, who will happily take you up on that, even if they're making a lot of money. You know, the funny thing about rich people is the richer you get, the less you want to pay for stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And I, and I think it's because they're so kind of used to getting like free things all the time that, they hate paying for it. They hate seeing their net worth go down, you know, because if someone is already, let's say someone's worth $10 million, they don't want to become, wake up tomorrow and be worth, you know, 9 million point nine. So they always have that line. They always want to grow. So yeah, you know, you can obviously hack it that way. There's plenty of people who would, you know, be happy to, you know, mentor you either for money or because you took them to a nice dinner somewhere. Okay. But there's other ways to do it too, where it doesn't require any money. You know, it can be honestly like probably the, the most exciting part <laughs> for someone who's established is that energy of someone who is new, but is willing to work hard and is excited. What you don't want to do is you don't want to be excited in a way where you ask 50 questions in a row without taking any action. But what you do want to do is you want to ask one question and then take action on that and come back again and ask another question. I will guarantee you that on the first day of the summit, if you, and you asked, you know, you said, hey, I really need help with this business I'm thinking about getting into or, or whatever it is. People are very friendly, you know, who are established, even people who are successful, expect because Everyone that who comes to the, to the Nomad Summit has common interests. You know, they probably were in your shoes not that long ago. And people are just friendly in person anyways. It's very different than someone online. Someone online, you know, they might not have time to respond to some anonymous stranger. That's why usually, you know, in forums or online sites, it's usually only, you know, unfortunately, like trolls <laughs> messaging each other yeah. back and forth, replying. Or, just, yeah. yeah, or, you know, maybe like newbies, you know, messaging each other or people who are trying to sell something. But in person, people are really friendly and really generous. And I'll guarantee everyone there will happily answer one of your questions. And then if you actually take action on that, let's say, you know, they tell you something on Friday at the networking meetup. And then the next day you say, hey, thanks so much for giving me that piece of advice. I went home last night, you know, instead of going out to party and, and drink all night or, you know, maybe a little bit in a hurry, you know, I did what you told me, you know, you suggested I do. What's the next step? I would guarantee if you did that and you said that, they would happily give you the next step and then the next step and then the next step. 
exactly to, to my experience uh i i experienced the same that if you just walk up to somebody and say something nice about you know you've been following them on, on on youtube social media you know something about their business and you don't immediately start with like wanting something mm -hmm. that uh, people are, are super nice especially uh, the nomad summit crowd because everybody's really open to to network yeah definitely so give value first even if it's just say hey i really enjoyed your last blog post on expect taxes or whatever it is you know it shows that you know you actually care about you know what they're writing you appreciate them and then if you ask a question i'm, I'm positive every single person there is going to be happy to help and, and one more thing i like to add about it uh in my experience it's also i think knowledge is super powerful and when you're a newbie you think you don't know anything because you're new to the whole to, to this whole world right but but then you then you talk to people and you do realize that there is something that you know and somebody else doesn't or, or not quite as much as you do mm -hmm. and, and you can absolutely give value to people yeah or even if you're just willing to work harder or spend more time you know so there's a lot of people who are more established but maybe they don't have time to do a lot of the a lot of the things that you know, that you might be excited to do in the beginning. So there's great collaborations. Exactly. By the way, we just had a bunch of people come in. So uh, welcome to the live Q&A for the Nomad Summit. Okay. Uh, there's a chat button if you guys want to say hello or if you guys want to ask any questions, feel free. But I know uh, we have a big list of questions that people submitted already. So whenever you want to shoot the next one, Alex. Um, yes. Okay. So the main conference day with the talks is, is only one day, but the event is, is more than three. So why should somebody come for more than three days uh, instead of just one? To be honest, it was much easier when we just had it be one day. It was much cheaper for us because we can just rent the, the, the conference center for one day, you know, and we, we didn't have to supply like coffee, you know, multiple days. And Vegas is, is honestly really expensive to even to give you water or coffee. They want like a ton of money to, be, to give you guys soft drinks. But the reason why we have it over multiple days is first, if you're going to travel all the way to Vegas, I want you guys to have fun. I want you to have a big crew to hang out together. Uh, second, I want, it takes a, you know, a couple of days to really get to know each other and really become, you know, close. And I want everyone leaving the Nomad Summit with at least one new best friend and someone who they can benefit from wise, you know, whether it's a collaboration that you do, whether it's going to be a mentor, something that you can help as a, you know, a mentee that you can help, your business partner. I really want you to have enough time and enough networking experiences uh both you know structured but also organically just you know being there in the same place for you know three four days together to be able to to really create that absolutely absolutely all right so uh yeah. i have i, I have mean one more question. actually before we get to that question like you were attendee at the nomad summit two years ago yeah. how like did you find it pretty easy to meet people there yeah and for me, that's a, that's a big thing because I've, I've never really been good at networking and I, I define myself quite introverted. And, and that, that's why uh, I think it's, it's super easy. Uh, first of all, because between the talks, there is always these like long enough breaks. I'm not saying too long, but it, it's not five minutes either when it's, it's, you, you can't even start a conversation, right? So I find it really, really good to, to have these long breaks when everybody's hanging out at the same place in front of the conference room and, uh, and you could just talk to anybody there. And what I really liked is uh, this like now traditional nomad pool party the next day. Actually, like the, the nomad after party the same day and the pool party the next day. I think it's 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 really um, makes it much easier to to make friends and, and network with people because it's a much more uh, chill situation in a way. But you still meet the same people who went there to learn something. So it's just uh, an amazing mixture of. Uh, 
you know, it, it's not way too, like, like there's not much pressure about it because everybody's just chilling, but still, you know, that everybody wants to learn something and meet like people. So, so I, I find it super easy that way. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I, I actually noticed that, you know, on the very first day, that, so the reason why we do pre-registration now is to be honest, in Chiang Mai, the event just got so big that it, like we, we couldn't even register everyone on time. We'd have to have people start coming at 6 a.m. if we wanted to get everyone in the door by, you know, 8 or 9. So this time, you know, uh, this time last year, we started doing pre-registration the day before because we figured we we're going to be there to set up anyways. And people are excited. You know, people arrive either in, in Thailand, uh, in Chiang Mai, or here in Vegas you know, usually the day before, two days before, and they want to meet each other. They don't want to wait until the conference day. So the Friday night is going to be a very casual uh, meeting. You know, it's going to be, you know, you come, you can pick up your name tag, you can sign in, but there's going to be other attendees there who are excited to meet each other. So that day there's nothing, you know, too organized, but it's very easy to have a, a, a grand conversation, have dinner with each other, kind of hang out. We actually try, we actually purposely don't have like a party that day because we don't want people drinking all night and then being hung over the next day. So we want it to be casual and that way you can wake up, you know, relatively early. I think we're going to start around nine, uh, which isn't too bad. And on that day, we have the main conference day. So on the main conference day, I mean, obviously if someone arrives on Saturday, you know, morning, you know, because you couldn't, uh, get in on time, it's fine. You can still register then. You can still pick up your name tag, but it's just nicer for people to meet, you know, and come the day before. It kind of relieves the check-in staff to make it a little bit easier. Uh, you can start meeting people early, start hanging out. But on Saturday, uh, the main conference day, you know, if you didn't register yet, you didn't pick up your name tag, you can just come an hour early, come hang out, coffee, and the talks you know, will start. I, I believe our schedule, we're going to put it up um, the week before, but it's going to start around nine o'clock. So it's going to start in, in the morning. Don't worry. We'll have some coffee for everyone. And it's going to be a full day of really great talks, but with very like strategically placed breaks. And I know, you, Alex, you mentioned that the, the timing, the breaks just seemed big. And that's not a coincidence. Like, we've kind of figured that out over the last four years of, you know, how, how long of a break is long enough for people to really get to know each other and get excited, but not so long where the day becomes, you know, kind of overdone. So yeah. we've noticed that around the 20 to 25 minute mark, and, you know, we're almost kind of like a DJ, but we're like, we kind of sense the, the vibe of the place. <laughs> and we're like, okay, you know, uh, people are excited. You know, people want to hear the next talk. Let's get them back in, you know, right now. Or let's give people a little bit more time to network because it seems like people are, you know, are really getting deep in conversations. So we really curate this event, not just with the talks, but also with the breaks and the networking for you guys to get the most out of it. Exactly. Um, yeah. Do you want to... Um... Tell us a bit about the talks that we can expect here. Yeah, definitely. So uh, what's really exciting about having the event in Vegas is the majority of the people are going to be American. Uh, so with the Chiang Mai event, it's really hard to talk about things like taxes because it's different for every country. And we had literally people from like 40 different countries. Uh not everyone's going to be American. Uh, we've, I know we have people flying in from Australia. We have some Canadians. We have like some Europeans coming. So we're, don't worry if you're not American. You're not going to be bored. Uh, we're going to make everything still relevant to you. But we are going to be able to be a bit more specific. Uh, so we have Grace Taylor, who is the founder of Gracefully Expat, uh, who is a, a basically a tax accountant who 
specializes in expat taxes. So she's going to be talking specifically about how you can save money on taxes by being a digital nomad. She's going to tailor it mostly for Americans, but what she's going to do is she's going to have uh, a section uh, for international people as well. So wherever from, there's going to be a version of that. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm going to give you a kind of a sneak peek on it is you can basically pay zero income tax legally by being a digital nomad and just being out of the country for more than 11 months of the year. So you can still go home to visit friends and family a month of the year. And the 11, other 11 months, you can travel, you can live in Thailand, you can live in Mexico, you can live wherever you want, and you can save up to thirty or $40,000 in taxes, which is amazing. And, and I know you guys have that for, for Europeans as well. You have your own version of it. And actually for non-Americans, your version of it is even easier. You just have to be out of the country for six months and one day. So Grace is going to be talking about that. Uh, and then Kristen, she's going to be, uh, she's the founder of Poker Refugees, and she's basically a relocation expert. So she started with professional poker players who needed to get out of the U.S. to be able to kind of uh, legally be able to play poker online. Uh, so she's, you know, relocated now a ton of people based on their needs of stable internet um, for, you know, tax advantages as well. Uh, so not just Thailand, but she's gonna basically going to list out a escape plan on what are the benefits of each country, uh, each place to relocate to, as well as how to actually do it. You know, because I think there's a lot of people who dream about, you know, being an expat or being location dependent and living somewhere else. But Kristen's really going to, you know, walk you guys through that step by step. And then because, you know, we want it to be a real big uh, kind of a mix of the kind of technical parts as well as the business money growing parts. You know, we're going to have guys like CJ, CJ Johnson, Cannon. He's going to be, you know, basically talking about how he started a business on the side uh, on Amazon. And from that small business that he kind of started on the side, he quit his main job and started making over $8,000 a month, literally just using his iPhone. He traveled without his laptop, which is insane. And I think it's so cool having that option. You know, for me personally, I like carrying a laptop around, but I think when you're so tied down to a desk, to an office, having that option to be able to go to Thailand with just your phone and still make $8,000 a month and having that be your full-time living is incredible. Really crazy. It was the four-hour work week. Yeah, it really is. You know, so Canada's going to you know walk everyone through step by step how to do that, and then he's actually going to have a workshop on the next day to go more in the details of people who actually want to start selling on Amazon as well. So aside from CJ, we also have Ragva Hernan. He's going to be talking about how to build a even bigger business. He basically turned a one-person business, you know, online business, just like you know everyone else. But instead of making just a few thousand dollars to be able to get by, live cheaply in places like Thailand, he is now making over $35,000 a month. So that is 350, almost $400,000 a month uh, in actual you know, revenue from getting into copywriting and creating you know, an online business that he basically can, can scale up from anywhere. So he's going to be talking about a lot about sales funnels and kind of the more advanced marketing techniques. So we're going to have people who are going to, you know, basically inspire you on how to get started. We're going to have people who have done it themselves. Actually, all the speakers have done it themselves. So they're going to show with you, you know, exactly how to do it, how they did it, how you can do it. And what's really great is we're going to have a wide range of people who, you know, have started a lifestyle business 
which is something that, you know, you just want to be able to make a few thousand dollars a month uh, on the side while being able to travel all the way to someone who is, you know, makes six figures or more. And my talk is actually going to be about that as well, is I'm going to bring it all together. And that's kind of been the theme of all talks, the last four Nomad Summits. This year, I'm going to tailor it even more specifically and go into even more detail on kind of like the, the big secrets that people don't really talk about. You know, they're kind of the boring things, but really are the things that really make it happen. So I'm going to all together step-by-step on how to actually quit your job, how to actually, what to do before you make that move to Thailand, how to set up everything that you need to set up. So when you get there, you're not financially or, you know, legally screwed. How do you use, you know, the gracism teach us about the taxes to actually be able to save 30 or 40 grand a year in taxes to be able to fund your travels, how to start the online business, how to scale that up to a six figure business. And it's going to be really exciting. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of talks on the main day on the Saturday. And what's even more exciting is on Sunday, we're actually going to have workshops how are the workshops different from the talks then? So, like, yeah. So on the, the main day, it's going to be more structured. It's going to be kind of TED style talks for everyone. You know, this is more kind of for inspiration, you know, how they did it, how, you know, kind of the roadmap and how you can do it. But then on the Sunday, because we know a lot of people kind of need a little bit more step-by-step handholding, that's when we're going to basically have them do smaller groups, Q&A, where it's going to be more uh, participant, you know, it's going to be audience participation. So this is where you actually take out your pen and paper, you take out your laptop and you actually do the work. More specific. Yeah. What, what I really liked about the talks uh, in the previous years too is that uh, it's really easy to relate to all the speakers. Like as a listener, you, you know that uh, the speaker like now super successful and, and put a lot of hard work in, but uh, but you know where they came from and, it, and it's, uh, it's easy to relate to that, which I think is much better than like selling a fake dream. Yeah, definitely. And what's really cool is every single one of the speakers you have access to, you can talk to them at the event, you know, during breaks and the people who sign up for a VIP ticket, they actually get to go to dinner with all the speakers and the organizers on the Sunday night. And that's really nice because that's really intimate. It's a small group. You have, you know, one or two hours to just sit down and just talk to them, ask them whatever you want. And I know other events, they charge a ton of money for for that. I mean, I've met people who have spent 10 grand just having that, you know, that proximity, you know, and then they're in a huge group of still like 20, 30 people. But here it's really going to be a small group. It's going to be, you know, people you know, having dinner at the same table as you and not just like in a giant ballroom. So the VIP tickets are really good. We still have, I think, one left. So if somebody wanted to jump on that, uh, you could hop on nomadsummit.com, buy that ticket. If you already have a ticket, what you can do is you can go on and buy one of those tickets and then just email me at johnny at nomadsummit.com and I'll refund the the standard ticket uh, that you had. But don't worry, even if you just have a standard ticket, you'll still have plenty of chances to meet everyone during breaks, during the pool party, during the after party as well. Exactly. All right. So where will be the event? Where, where will the event be? And how to get there? You know, tell us about the the, the venue. The logistics. Yeah. So we chose the downtown Vegas uh, part because. First off, Las Vegas is awesome. Uh, it's you know a great place that everyone should visit at least once. And I've probably been to Vegas like 15 times, and I still have a blast every time I go back. And there's always different ways to see Vegas. Uh, the reason why we chose the downtown area instead of the Strip, you know, and they're not that far away; they're like 15 minutes away from each other. But the downtown area is amazing. It's actually become my favorite part of Vegas. First off, because that is where the startup culture is. That is where Zappos is, the billion dollar shoe company that got acquired by Amazon, uh, as well as a lot of other startups. And we want to support that thriving scene of the downtown 
Las Vegas area. Uh, it's also where a lot of really cool you know hotels are for a great deal. So on the strip, you might have to pay $200 a night for uh, a hotel room, especially over Labor Day weekend. But downtown, the places are much cheaper. They're they're still going for less than $100. I think they're $90, $90 a night on average over that weekend. So make sure you buy your tickets if you haven't already and make sure you book your hotel room and the downtown grand. Uh, the We suggest you book your room for Friday, the August 31st to Monday, uh, September 3rd. And what you can do is on September 3rd on that Monday, you can check out and you can leave your, your bags uh, at reception. And then you can come to the pool and hang out for a few hours before you you know board your flight, you know, hopefully late afternoon or at night uh, to go back to, to wherever you're from. Uh, or if you have an extra day, stay until Tuesday the 4th, because then that way you have all of Monday to hang out. The room is super cheap on that Monday night because everyone else is leaving. And that way you don't have to check out. You don't have to like leave your luggage uh, anywhere. Uh, but Either way, I think, you know, four days in Vegas is, is going to be a blast. Absolutely. Uh, and another thing about the hotel rooms is, uh, you know, to, to make it much cheaper and to make, you know, you said uh, you want everybody to make a best friend. Uh, we recommend sharing a room with somebody if uh, most of the rooms sell with two queen beds. Mm-hmm. So, so it's easy to share with somebody else. And we, we actually set up a, a roommate finder in our Facebook group. And- yeah, I think it's fantastic. So yeah. you know, that was a great idea that you did that. Uh, so... What I would recommend everyone is once you buy your ticket, go. You'll, you'll get an email with a link to join our Facebook group. Uh, it's the Nomad Summit group. You might be part of it already if you were at a past event. Um, but in there, there's a thread called Roommate Finder that Alex set up, and you can post. You know, does anyone have uh, an extra bed that you want to share? Uh, and if not, start it. Go. You know, book a room with two beds, and then just post in there saying these are the dates I'm staying in. If you're looking for, you know, uh, a male or female roommate, and just, I, gar- I almost guarantee that you'll, you'll find someone. So, uh, and if anything, most rooms are refundable up to a day before. So just book the room anyways while it's cheap. And then if you find a roommate, you know, that has their own room, one of you guys can refund. Absolutely. I posted to, to this thread and I got a message within an hour. So. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I think it will be easy for everyone. Yeah, I think it's smart. And uh, you guys do have options. Uh, the Downtown Grand is our host hotel. That's where the events are going to be. That's where, gonna, you know, where we're going to have the pool party as well as the main, you know, main seminar day, the the workshop day. So pretty much everything's going to be there. The only thing, we, you know, that will be somewhere else is going to have the after party somewhere else. Uh, we'll most likely have the pre-registration at that hotel, but we have to take a look to see if there's a, a quiet area where everyone can meet. If not, it'll be next door at, you know, at a bar by, but everything's going to be pretty much there. So we definitely recommend the downtown grand. However, uh, if you're on a super tight budget, the good news is all the hotels downtown are relatively cheap. You know, there's some for like $70 a night still. So in our Facebook group, when you join, we'll have a link uh, to some of those other hotels and you can take a look there. Should we take a look at the questions? Yeah, sure. So if anyone here in the chat wants to ask a question, go ahead and click on uh, the chat button. Uh, ask us anything you guys want because I think we've answered a lot of them. You know, if you jumped in a little bit late, don't worry. We'll have this replay on our Nomad Summit uh, channel on YouTube. And also, uh, if you can, Alex, maybe you can rip it somehow and put it on our Facebook as well. <laughs> At least have a link to it. Yeah, I will post it everywhere. I can actually see the. Can you see the question? Uh, so I think if you the chat's a bit hard to get to, but it's the top left hand corner. It's like a blue button. Um, and let's see, if one of the viewers wants to test it out, you just say hi, and that way maybe we can see a a chat come in. Maybe 
tell us uh, where you're from. And if you have a question, feel free to ask there as well. Yeah. But uh, if not, I think we actually answered a lot of the questions already. I think these are the kind of big main questions. Um, so before we wrap up, just want to let, let everyone know, if you go to nomadsummit.com, you can get tickets to the upcoming uh, conference in Vegas. And if somehow you can't make this one, don't worry, we'll still have the main event in Chiang Mai in January, January 20th, that weekend of. Uh, but we really encourage everyone to come to Vegas. It's going to be fun. If not, you know, just go to both. Exactly. Come to Vegas. Yeah, we love it. So, Alex, I will uh, see you in Vegas in just a few weeks. Everyone watching, see you guys in Las Vegas. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus, how to choose the perfect niche episode, join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.